we join together in our opening hymn, which I will share on my screen. We continue together in our bulletin at the top of page three. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God. To you, all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the River Jordan proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they have made and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one glory, one God and glory everlasting. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. While a wind from God swept over the face of the waters, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, 
and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. The we word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will pray the psalm responsively by half verse. Ascribe to the Lord, you gods. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is a powerful voice. The voice of the Lord is a voice of splendor. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf. And Mount Hermon like a young wild fox. The voice of the Lord splits the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the oak trees writhe. And strips the forests bare. And in the temple of the Lord, all are crying, glory. The Lord sits enthroned above the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forevermore. The Lord shall give strength to his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. A reading from the book of Acts. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, into what then were you baptized? They answered, into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about 12 of them. The word, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. 
And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up from the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descend on him like a dove. And the voice from, came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. When God began to create all it is that we know, this earth from the formless void, the darkness and the light, God saw that it was good. How do we know good when we see it? How do we know the kingdom of God when we see it? I am heartsick and distraught for what this week has been. Particularly because the violence that took place on Wednesday was done by many in the name of God and Christianity. A banner with the name Jesus was carried on the steps of the Capitol as a riot took place. It is too easy for people who profess God and Christ as their savior to pervert the gospel for their will and to claim to act in the name of God. What I saw on Wednesday did not look like the kingdom of God. And yet, throughout Christianity, throughout the world, it is so easy to assume that if something is Christian, if something claims the Bible, if someone says that they are a follower of Christ, that they are good, that the titles they give themselves anoint them towards holy action. This could not be further from the truth. What was good out of what God created was not good because God created it, but God looked at it and saw that it was good. How will we know what is good? How will we know what is the kingdom of God? How will we know those things where the heavens would break open and name 
something, someone, some act as beloved by God? I believe that we will know the kingdom of God when we see it. And we certainly know what is not the kingdom. This week has been appalling and traumatic. And I know if that has been my experience, it has been so 10 times worse for people who are black, indigenous and people of color to watch white supremacy rage, to watch violence overtake. It has been a traumatizing week, but it hasn't just been a week. It has been years of violence and bigotry and hatred festering and building, being apologized for and swept aside. This was not an act born out of one day, but one that has been coming into continually happening at, on different scales. And I'm appalled by the way in which white supremacy so often claims the banner of Christianity co-ops God and Christ to speak words of hate and vitriol. It is appalling and is why it's so hard as a Christian to live and be within my own faith in the world when so often Christianity is equated with that sort of hate. Will we know the kingdom of God when we see it? Will we know good when we see it? Will we even know how to begin to build the kingdom of God? Today is the feast day of Christ's baptism. That seems as good a place of any to start. I know the privilege that I experience of being a person who is white and privileged in this world. That I am too often the benefactor of white privilege and the work of justice and racial justice in this world is one that I can choose when to engage and when to not. That is part of my privilege and that is a sin I am called to repent of. I name that now to model for all of us, especially those in our community who identify as white, 
the work that we are called to do as Christians, especially in the wake of such blatant violence that carried the banner of Christ. Our baptismal covenant this week has given me at least a place to start, a place to return to, for the recognition of the tremendous work that there is to do and has been to do and will continue to need to be done. That work has been rooted in my life or should be rooted in my life as a Christian from the very words that we confess and reconfess at our baptisms. It is in our baptismal promises that we say we will continue to follow the apostles' teaching in fellowship. We will persevere in resisting evil and when we fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. We will proclaim by word and example the good news of God and Christ. We will seek and serve Christ in all persons and we will strive for justice and peace among all people. So today I am repenting for not staying centered in the work of racial justice and recommitting to that desperate need that is crying out in this world. The prayer for this Sunday that we heard at the very beginning, that collect we hear, says, grant that all who are baptized into his name, Christ's name, may keep the covenant they've made. Today I am in need of being reminded of what that covenant is that I made so that I can be centered in it. Our bishop, Greg Rickle, the presiding bishop, Michael Curry, have all released statements in the wake of this violence. And I commend those statements to you. They speak words we need to hear and start to give us a pathway forward. Particularly, Michael Curry, whose words are always so prophetic, speaks of rooting us in the way of love, a phrase we've been hearing over and over from him, particularly after he completed the royal wedding sermon and set forth this way of life, that he rule of life that he has named the way of love, the way of walking with Christ. And what I particularly appreciated about what he said is that rooting ourselves in this love is not the same as condoning or making peace with the actions that took place. This is not, as he says, a sentimental 
and emotional love. And as I quote him, this way of love is the way of sacrifice, the way of unselfishness, the way of selflessness that seeks the good of the other as well as the self. It is not sentimental. He quotes Archbishop Tutu in saying, love forgiving and being reconciled to our enemies and our loved ones is not about pretending that things are other than they are. It is not about patting one another on the back or turning a blind eye to the wrong. True reconciliation exposes the awfulness of abuse, the hurt, the truth. It could even sometimes make things worse for a while. It is a risky undertaking, but in the end, it is worthwhile. Because in the end, only an honest confrontation with reality can bring forth real healing. Superficial reconciliation only brings superficial healing. We are called to hard work, to the hard work of love that is painful, to the hard work of love that is not superficial. In the gospel, in Christ's baptism as Jesus breaks from the water, the heavens are torn open and he is named as beloved. Is an image I have for each of us in our own baptisms. That as the water is poured on us, we know ourselves to be beloved by God. But this is not a sentimental or emotional love. God's love for us calls us, demands of us to do the hard work of change, of naming where we benefit from systems of oppression, of being present to the reality of the world, even when it is uncomfortable. Because to be beloved by God is to be called into creating the kingdom of God. Recentering the work of anti-racism is part of how I begin my repentance. My prayers are particularly with those in our community who are people of color, who are experiencing unthinkable pain in the wake of this week. And I'm inviting all of us to be living into the covenant we made at our baptism, to resist evil, to name it when we see it. God created the heavens and the earth, the light and the darkness, the winds, the water, and the earth, and it is good. And God created us, and we have great potential for good and great potential for chaos. Presiding Bishop Curry, in his statement, set up the dichotomy between chaos and community. Chaos is 
the abyss and the destruction that we have watched take place. Chaos is the violence towards people for their faith, for the color of their skin, for their sexuality. Chaos is the perverting of the gospel. Community, on the other hand, community that we are baptized into, community that we join and are a part of in our congregations and in accepting ourselves as beloved children of God, call us to an accountability, to the work of reconciliation, to partnership in living into our baptismal covenant. I am grateful to do this work in community because it calls me to be honest, to be sincere, to be transparent of what I do or do not do. On and off over the years, especially over this past year, various people in our community and I myself have taken up the work of racial reconciliation, racial justice, through work such as our sacred ground course, through work such as our undoing anti-Judaism. And it is easy for that work to get lost in the shuffle, to do it and to set it aside and come back to it again. I am recommitting and recentering that work for myself and I'm inviting you to join me in it. I'm inviting you to join me in reaffirming our baptismal covenant. Because I believe if we root ourselves there in the promises we have made before God, in the promises we have made alongside this community, we have the potential to authentically dig deep into this work. We know the kingdom of God when we see it. And it, it can be scary for those of us who benefit from the system of oppression that is so intrinsically built into our world. It will be scary to truly live into this work, to dismantle systems of racism that uphold the privilege of being white. And it is the only way we will ever see the kingdom of God if we start tearing down these systems that fly in the face of the gospel. We know the kingdom of God lifts up an equality and a love for all people. We know the kingdom of God when we see it. We know what is good when we see it. And what we saw this week looks nothing like the kingdom. So let us recommit 
to rebuilding, to working, to strive for that thing that God has called us to do. If we were in person today, how many times have I said that over the past year? If we were in person today, what we would do would be to stand together in these pews and reaffirm the baptismal covenant. We would take water that is blessed and sprinkle it over the masses. It's hard to imagine that in this moment. But just because that ritual action cannot be taken does not mean that we cannot reaffirm our baptisms and recommit to this work and recenter it in our lives as individuals and hopefully recenter it within the work of this community. Even if it scares you, even if it feels divisive, we are past time to worry about upsetting those who are uncomfortable by this work. Because the world is crying out for this work. So I'm inviting you into this reaffirmation of our baptism. I will share the baptismal covenant on my screen and read the words of celebrant and people. And I invite you to read along with me wherever you are, the words of the people. To reaffirm this work. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers? I will, with God's help. Will you persevere in resisting evil and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will, with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help.
The work we are called to do is hard and uncomfortable, but thankfully we get to do it in community and we get to do it with God's help. Amen. We continue together on page six of our bulletin, professing our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation, came down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit. He became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And virtually we greet one another. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. As we turn towards our offertory, I'll remind you that the information of how to text to give is in the bulletin as our virtual passing of the plate. All that we do and create and work for here is done because of your gifts and generosity. You can give through text to give you can give through our website, or you can give through the mail. Thank you for all that you give and all the ways you support Emmanuel. Thank you. 
As we continue with the prayers of the people, I want to invite you, if you have prayers to lift up, to add those into the chat or to lift them up at the appropriate times in the prayers. In peace, we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in their daily life and work. For our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. At this time of fracture, fear, and violence, for this community, the nation, and the world. For all who work for justice, freedom, and peace. For the just and proper use of your creation. For the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For Michael, our presiding bishop, and Greg, our bishop, and all bishops and other ministers. For all who serve God in his church. For the special needs and concerns of this congregation, especially for Jim Cameron, Jude Compton, Niall Clark, Glenn Crosby, Glorian Crosby, Deanna Glenn, Diane Goodman, Mark Hall, Lorna Hamill, Bob Haywood, Hannah Hooper, Rosemary Howell, Peter Mackenheimer, Claire Parkinson, Anique Labrule Reardon, Pam Rhodes, Karen Rowley, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, Crystal Stiles, William Victory, Vivian, Julie Wigand, and Peter Wiley. And for the loved ones of those who died due to the violence at the Capitol building this Wednesday. You are invited to add your own prayers of concern, either silently or aloud. Hear us, Lord. For your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life, and especially for Nancy Mullins celebrating a birthday this week. You're invited to add your own thanksgivings, either silently or aloud. We will exalt you, O God, our King. And praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, especially Sam Bogar, Ma Mullen, Dean Saffel, Marjorie Tholen, and for those who mourn, that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. You are invited to name those who have died, either silently or aloud. Those who died at the Capitol this week, and for all who have died from COVID this week, and in the weeks this year. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them. 
who put their trust in you. Add a special Thanksgiving for the niece of Katya, Ava James Nemec Guest, who was born on Friday. Together, we pray to you also for the forgiveness of our sins. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things done and left undone. And so uphold us by your spirit, that we may live and serve you in newness of life, to the honor and glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The blessing and forgiveness of God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, be with you, be with me, be with all of us, this day and always. Amen. Together we join in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray together the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are truly present in the blessed sacrament of the altar. I desire to offer you praise and thanksgiving as I proclaim your resurrection. I love you above all things and long for you in my soul. Since I cannot receive you in the sacrament of your body and blood, come spiritually into my heart. Cleanse and strengthen me with your grace, Lord Jesus, and let me never be separated from you. May I live in you and you in me in this life and the life to come. Amen. Do we have any birthdays or anniversaries to bless this day? Or do you want to call out someone else who's hiding behind a muted Zoom screen? Well, we will pray together the birthday and anniversary prayer for all those silently hiding their birthdays behind the screen and for those who are not with us today. Let us pray. Watch over your children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be. Strengthen them when they stand. Comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall. And in their hearts, may your peace, which passes all understanding, abide all the days of their lives through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, be with you in grief and joy, in heartbreak and in wonder. May God and Christ be in our hearts and walk with us the path that lays before us and be with those whom we love and those whom we pray for, pulling us forever into community, into baptism, and into our common life in Christ, this day and always. Amen. Let us join together in our closing hymn, which I will share on my screen.
peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. <laughs>